Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. You got whistleblowers pointing out that you're not doing the work and you are hiding behind the skirts of the Attorney General. Well, now, that's Ted Cruz turning up the heat on Christopher Ray, but it was all about covering up for Hunter Biden. Well, it was shortly after that, Hunter Biden got exposed with all kinds of tax fraud charges. Yeah, he's looking at uh, the worst being the three of them are felony charges. The other are misdemeanors. Traditionally, if it's a misdemeanor charge, the IRS will let you go without jail time if you just pay a huge sum. Yeah. You know, you got to pay back what you owe, plus they hit you with all kinds of penalties. When it turns into a felony charge, that usually comes with a prison term. And in this case, if he is found guilty of all charges, they're saying 17 years for Hunter Biden. It's no joke. Nah, it's, it's, it's a big, it's a, you don't mess with the IRS. And as we always say, the only way they got Al Capone, they knew he was killing people left and right, but they got him on tax evasion charges. Right. And that's how they locked him up. On Hunter, they got tax evasion, failing to file and pay taxes, false tax returns. Failing to pay at least $1.4 million in federal taxes from 2016 through 2019. So we're not talking like 15 years ago. And right there in the indictment, it claims he made more than $7 million from foreign business deals during those years. Oh, Bill, no, that's that's you're making that up. Hold on a minute. That's fake news. I was told that was not a thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's go back to what Joe Biden said uh, within the last six months, anyway. I've never spoken to my son about his business I've never spoken to my son about his business dealings. You sure? How could that be? It's going to come back to bite you. You know what comes back? Keep this phrase in mind. Remember this? 10% for the big guy. That's it. Remember that always. Well, you know, it should be interesting if they can take that payment that Hunter Biden made to his dad every month, which was allegedly for a car loan, a truck loan, whatever the case may be. And what if it turns out to be like 10% of exactly what Hunter Biden was getting paid? Uh, right. If, if, right. That, if, they can, if they can connect those dots, there's going to be a lot of questions to be answered. Going back to the, the, it's all related, the Ted Cruz questioning grilling, I would say, because he was on fire yesterday. I think you're right. I think he knew these charges were coming, so lay it on. Yeah, you might as well go after the FBI at this point. Grilled Christopher Ray. Here's, here's a really interesting thing about the storage unit. Investigators wanted to execute a search warrant on a storage unit used by Hunter Biden, and instead they tipped off Hunter Biden's lawyer before the search warrant was carried out. Hi, I've heard this many times from Democrats over the years, past couple of years. That's his son. He's got nothing to do with Joe. How do you still believe that? Okay, let me how, ask. How do you separate them? Why, Hunter Biden doesn't really exist in the world in the world of finance and corruption without Joe. Without Joe. None of this happens with him. Otherwise, what's his value? Yes. His his painting ability? No. Yeah, no, no. His ace in the hole was his father. Of course. Ever since his dad was in the Senate. It's it, so it's obvious. They, they were selling, this is why it's dangerous for the country, they were selling access to a very prominent senator and then vice president. Right. A guy who had all kinds of connections in exchange for money. You know what, if you look back, remember the last couple of years of Obama's presidency during the second term, they literally locked Joe Biden up in the basement. They wouldn't let him out. No. Do you think it's because 
this stuff was going on, and Obama knew about it, and he didn't want it to get out. Isn't that interesting? What a great point you make. Maybe it wasn't because he was just decrepit and saying dumb things, which he was, but he was a threat. Maybe he found out that he was taking alleged bribes on the side. Just saying. I've always kind of thought this, and I I don't really know anymore. I'm less convinced of this. I always thought those last couple of years with Joe was VP, mm-hmm. I don't think he ever thought he'd be president or wanted to be president. So he was just going for it. If he wasn't president, do we know any about this? Do we know anything about no. this stuff? No, he would have just driven off in the sunset and with all his millions. And so probably Hunter would still be working for Burisma. I think he was thinking <laughs> it just was his last chance to cash in. The last two years of the Obama presidency, he would just like do it. Go for it. He and, went for it. And then you, you take what him being locked up in the basement, as we allegedly say, locked in the basement. Not really. But, Not far off. Yeah, figuratively. But at the same token, remember what Obama told him when he said he was thinking about running for the presidency. Yep. When his comment was, Joe, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this, Joe. And knowing probably that if they then say, OK, this is like the domino effect. Hunter goes down. Joe goes down. And then you find out that Obama knew that Joe was doing the stuff on the side. Obama goes down. But he was smart enough, I'm, I'm sure, to cover his tracks. Well, you can only I'm, hope. I'm sure this cover there. Yeah. Has to so be. if not, the whole thing crumbles. But uh, It's a wild time, though. I, I, still, I still don't think any of this happens unless the Democrats turn, have turned on him. I think you're right. And now is the FBI, now that they're facing heat, does, do they turn on them? True, because, well, see, I think what's going to happen is the IRS is going to go down as the bad guy because the IRS likes being the bad guy. I mean, that's their reputation. They really don't care. That's their goal is to make them look better as being the bad guy because they get bad people that way, right? Uh, so I think what's going to happen is the FBI is going to start feeding stuff to the IRS. And the and IRS, could. the IRS will be the the lead, so to say, and they'll take him down that way. And then Trump gets in there in twenty four, and they say, "Don't don't clean house, don't go after the deep state. Look, we took out Joe for you." Oh yeah, who else is with it with 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 Joe? And how many other people are corrupt in this administration? Oh, good lord! I, you know, I I think every it administration is corrupt, but yeah, this, but not this as, goes not this bad. Yeah, this goes pretty far. This goes pretty far. In other news, this is a media story, I guess you could call it. Yes, Tucker Carlson dropped a surprise interview yesterday. It's it's long, but you know he puts it on X, the X platform. <laughs> Takes a lot of guts to talk to this guy. Who did he talk to? The most censored man in media. We're here with the world's most dangerous man, the most censored man in the English language. But honestly, when you get him in front of an outhouse in the woods, he doesn't seem so dangerous. So fancy outhouse. <laughs> Alex Jones. No. (laughs) It's a fancy outhouse. What were they in his were they still in his living room? Tucker's living room doing that? I don't know. It might I think it was actually from his main house. I don't know. I don't know. He's got a lot of houses I didn't watch this yet. It's pretty long. Diener, Diener, did you see it at all? I didn't watch it yet. I wanted to do that till over the weekend. I didn't see the whole thing, but I saw a solid forty five minutes. It's an hour and a half. So I saw about forty five minutes of it. Yeah, I saw like the first twenty minutes, then like the last twenty minutes, and some stuff in between. It was it was interesting. What it, what crazy what what one crazy thing stuck out that Alex Jones said? Because a lot of this stuff, you guys, we were just talking about it off the air. The Alex Jones said we all thought we was crazy came true. Oh, he's been, his his tin foil hat conspiracy theories. A lot of them have been. There's a meme going around of Alex Jones pointing to a camera, going, "I told you." That's right. <laughs> <laughs> one of the. I don't know what crazy, but one of the things, the more unsettling things he said was talking about uh, basically how what's a Klaus Schwab has said, oh, this big cyber attack is coming. Beware, a big cyber attack is coming. So you have to understand these people, they telegraph what they're going to do. 
He's like, mm. if there's anything that can stop the election besides some of the obvious, then it would be some type of cyber attack where they say they can't have an election in 24. Sure, absolutely. And I was it like, was. well, that's kind of unsettling. And he's, he, yeah, he's going <laughs> oh. after the World Economic Forum quite, quite a bit. Yeah. The loony things that they say and then they want to do. They're complete Marxists. The bad side of Alex Jones, you know, claiming that Sandy Hook didn't really happen and that was a media right. said that was preposterous. Right. But I don't know. He's he had a, to pay he's a, a lot of money for that. Yeah. As he should. I mean, yeah, that, that was terrible. Yes, it's horrible. Uh, but here's the thing. <laughs> now that this has gotten, and I can't even imagine what the numbers are. I, I, there will be millions of people wanting to see this interview. Now it's putting the pressure on Elon Musk to let Alex Jones back on X. All Elon oh. has said is, you know, he asked the question, he goes, well, apparently a lot of people want him back. Does hmm. he let him, does he give him a forum again? Yes. I think I it'll think happen too. I do I too. Think he does. It behooves Elon Musk to do that. Well, because then if Alex Jones gets totally out of control again, he can shut him down. Yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah. It, it's it's a different scenario now with Twitter versus X. So I, I think he's going to say yes because what he did was he opened up the door. You vote. You tell me. And you know a million people are going to comment and oh, say let oh Alex God. Jones back on. Oh, and have. And he'll say, well, you know what? You know, the, the popularity is right. the popular vote is. Let him back on. So Alex, come on back. Yep. Well, Elon always pushes it on somebody else when it gets really controversial. Sure. He's a smart man. I, I mean, to that point, I can tell you this, as far as just what type of impression it's had on Twitter so far, the interview has 7 million impressions and 144,000 likes. <laughs> there you go. Wow. So, it's doing be, pretty well. This, be, this might be the biggest one ever. And that yeah. came out last night. Yeah, I know. So. It was, and it was a surprise. I like it was right. surprised. It's like, what, what do you call it, Jen? It was like... Tucker on it used to could be Tucker on Twitter on Tuesdays <laughs> and Thursdays and Tuesdays Thursday and Tuesdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays with Tucker <laughs> and that's what it's turned out to be really I don't know we'll keep an eye on it all right coming up next uh, more headlines more heat on these university presidents because they're awful but here's some good news for you this Gary Sinise Foundation and what he does for military families he's phenomenal I, yeah and did it again this is just a this will make you feel so good what he does that guy's incredible that and more it's coming up next the South Florida Morning Show keep it here. If it is directed and severe or pervasive, it is harassment. If the speech becomes conduct, it can be harassment. Yes. Conduct meaning committing the act of genocide? There's a little flashback mm-hmm. from what happened on Capitol Hill a couple of days ago. And oh my, have things gotten worse since for these university presidents, presidents all of them. Well, I think it's probably be because uh, most of the population of this world had no idea that this was going on on these Ivy League campuses or any college campus across the nation. You hear that and you hear uh, Stefanik's question if, uh, you know, calling for genocide of Jews on a college campus, is that against your harassment policy? And neither one of these women can say no. No. It's like, come on. Well, it's a context-based decision. Of course it's It can in the right context. No. Yeah, and, it's and, wrong. And Say it. They should have said yes. It's it's against our policy, as Stefanik said before. I even got the question out. You should have been answering yes. So all kinds of things have happened because of that. All kinds of. But here's the first thing: the House now is officially investigating. This means subpoenas, papers, documents, <laughs> more witness. Like this is real. Investigating those three universities, maybe more. After their leaders failed to say that calling for the genocide of Jews violated their code of conduct, the, it's the House Committee on Education and the Workforce. That's who's going to handle this I thing. I think this is like the tip of the iceberg. I think you're not going to have only every Jewish kid on a college campus, not only those campuses, but campuses across this nation. For the And they have to justify it. So what's the basis of your investigation? They wrote right in there, rampant anti-Semitism. 
they had a kid at Stanford. He was getting his PhD, and uh, he testified. And he said, for two years, I've been telling everybody in this university in the hierarchy that I've been yelled at, I've been screamed at, I've been pushed to the ground, I've been abused verbally, physically, you name it. And he said they have done absolutely nothing. So I think Stanford's going to be thrown into the loop. They said, what was it? University of San Francisco's, was it San Francisco? Some little university in California had so many complaints about anti-Semitism and they did nothing. Nothing. So I, I think really this, all these universities, and I don't think it's just going to be Jewish kids. I think it's going to be Asian kids, African American oh, kids. I think every every nationality, every religion is going to come forward and say they've been picked on, they've been abused, sure. they've been attacked, they've been whatever, and the university hierarchy has done nothing. And they're going to go after these. It's coming from these diversity. They have there's like. Do you remember the story of the Stanford? It was like six months ago. Stanford Law invited a federal judge to speak to one of their classrooms right in the middle of his speech the diversity dean so there's a college dean and they have a diversity dean like like an equal standing comes into the classroom and stops him yeah tells him he's got to leave because he was because he was considered conservative right these diversity departments that are in diversity only in name is that they're incredibly racist yeah and anti-semitic they hate everybody that's what they're going to stop well, you can so, only hope. Since that's happened, also this, billionaire Bill Ackman, he's been the guy going after Harvard and taking right. his money away. He says UPenn President Liz McGill is going to be asked to step down today. Uh, appalled hedge fund titan Ross Stevens, he's withdrawn $100 million to UPenn. Oh, well, there you go. His annual donation. Well, there you go. A- annual. Go after the money. <laughs> that's it. You got a problem, follow the money. You can't tell me Harvard or Columbia, or MIT, or any of these other universities that were on Capitol Hill or that we've talked about over the past couple of weeks have not taken a financial hit. And when universities start to lose money, presidents lose jobs. Yep. It's just that simple. Their their whole goal is to raise money for that university. Here was a big story out of Boston. Let's go to Harvard for a second. Flying over Harvard, Harvard Yad in Cambridge, (laughs) somebody hired a plane, one of those banner advertisements. Banner with the Palestinian flag and the words, Harvard hates Jews. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> it was flying over there for like 45 minutes. Which means they also saw it at MIT, so that's even better. But you know what? They're, they're all of a sudden, there's a big investigation to who's flying the plane and who hired them. Yeah, Yet sure. for years, there's been anti-Semitic uh, you know, behavior on campus, and they've done nothing about it. Mm. So you know what? Good. Fly the flag. They're right. Uh, Barstool, big social media outlet. They're selling shirts now because uh, uh, El Prez, the president of Barstool, says he won't hire anybody from Harvard from this era. He goes, I can't take the risk that you're an idiot. And they're selling, for him. They're selling sweatshirts now with the, with the Harvard font that says... Uh, Hamas. Oh no! <laughs> ISIS East. No. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, I, I mean, this is. I, I mean, you can't they're, tell they're me they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna drain the finances and mock them to death. This what is what's I, happening. What I would love to see is somebody statistically has to show me how many kids right now, uh, high school kids, are applying to Harvard University, and has that taken a huge hit? Right. Or yeah. if you're on a waiting list to get into Harvard, have you taken your name off the waiting list because you don't want to be affiliated with a school that doesn't protect you? I mean, you got to rethink it, right? I, I would, especially, and, and not if you're only just Jewish. 
I am oh, just everything. thinking, you know what, because I, like I said, I think this is the tip of the iceberg. They're going to find out that almost every race, every religion, every faction of life has been abused on one of these campuses, and the hierarchy's done nothing. Well, Asian kids have said, yeah, for years this yeah. has been going on. So, so we, don't, we don't fit the right kind of diversity. So we shall see what happens. They should all leave. All right, after all that... We need a feel-good story. We do. And boy, we have one. We do. Gary Sinise, the actor, and his Gary Sinise Foundation, if you don't know, has done amazing things over the years for all kinds of charities, especially military families of fallen military heroes. Well, he just hosted 700 families at Disney World as part of the annual Snowball Express event. 700 families. I think it was 1,800 people altogether. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, he does this every year, and he takes all these kids and their moms and their dads, and, and most of them have single parents because one of them is in deployment yeah, or exactly. one of them was killed in the line of duty while fighting for this nation. So, I mean, that's hotels. you got to fly them there. you got to... Anyway, here's it's incredible. the executive director of the Gary Sinise Foundation, Donna Palmer, talking about it. It's a very special way that they can have a moment in the middle of all of this to remember their loved one. It's so important because it gives them an opportunity to, for us to show them that they are not forgotten. What our goal is, is to give them the time and the space to have that experience and then to take that into something happier and more joyful. That's, That's awesome. Is what the Christmas spirit is all about. It's so true. And all the, all because of Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant amazing? Dan. Well, one movie changed his life. Remember? Magic Legs. Yeah, man. <laughs> Forrest! That's amazing. Now I want to watch that movie did. again. Yeah, it was a great film. I love it. Hey, we got uh, Rapid Fire coming up next. Got to send you into the weekend with some info that's coming up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. That's right. It's Rapid Fire time. we got to send you into the weekend knowing some stuff, things you can talk about at the holiday get-together. Okay, what do Martha Stewart, Al Capone, Willie Nelson, and the Judices have in common? None of these people have been in my pool. Okay, that's true. true. They're all going to get nailed on tax evasion. Oh. Well, at least Hunter Biden's next in line because all the rest of them have already served time because sure of tax did. evasion. Uh, nine tax charges uh, levied against Hunter Biden yesterday in California by a special counsel investigation. Uh, the new charges, three felonies, six misdemeanors. Uh, that's in addition, of course. Don't forget about the firearms charge that oh, he got in Delaware. Yeah, that's still hanging out there. Okay, so you got that one going on. And, and just remember, he was going to get out of all of this because of that sweet little, remember that let, that Valentine's Day deal that he got that everyone said was the biggest sweetheart deal yeah. in the world. He was going to get off on all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So now they got him on 
that he made $7 million in personal income from 2017 to 2018 in one year, and he never even qualified to buy, you know, pay taxes on it. <laughs> According to uh, one of the prosecutors, they said he spent millions of dollars on an extravagant, and I put that in quotes, uh, extravagant lifestyle while failing to pay a penny in taxes. So there, I mean, if he's if he's charged and if he's convicted on at least the felony charges, he's looking at 17 years in federal federal prison. You say extravagant in finger quotes. They've got an itemized breakdown of what some of these expenses were. I can't even talk about them on the air. Yeah, they're they're all pretty much X-rated. So yeah, hey, let, let me stuff. put it this way: anything you thought was happening that you've heard about from the Hunter Biden laptop, you're right. <laughs> But that's, he, yeah, that, that's what it was included in this stuff. Yeah, but he's expenses. Smartest man I've ever met. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, or I've ever Joe known, Biden. or however he was put. That's that's what he said. What do you guys think of this theory, real quick though, from Don Trump Jr.? Did you see what he said? No. Yeah. He said, "Mark my words, this was planned, and they're going to use this as the excuse to not testify before Congress. He'll end up with nothing or a slap on the wrist, but it will make sure that he evades the thousands thousands of things that the GOP oversight is looking at." Well, this, I mean. There is something to that because that that came up with the gun charge. Remember? Yeah. yeah. There were there were many people saying, hey, "What are you celebrating? This gets him out of having to testify for the real stuff, selling access to the White House." Yeah, but see, I, I'm going to disagree with Don Jr. because I think they're going to be able to tie the tax evasion to his dad. Right. They're yeah, going to find out that his father knew and, about it and that the money he got from China and from Ukraine was definitely because of his father's connection. And that only happens if the Democrats turn on him. Because they True, know right. they don't, they really don't want him running. They will, they will give, they will give this committee, they'll give this investigator everything they want to take him out. He'll be taken out by the Democrats. I, I, I think, I think they're in trouble. The Bidens. Yeah, I, I, I know. Gavin Newsom just bought a white horse. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, right. And he's, he's learning how to ride. He's <laughs> sitting back in California right now, going. It's biding my time. Yeah, it's waiting. Uh, speaking of being in trouble, so. The biggest story from this week, news-wise, was this horrific, couldn't-have-gone-worse testimony from the university presidents of UPenn, Harvard, and MIT. These are these are just evil women. Now, the backlash, first of all, the House of Representatives, now they're fully investigating on the written charge of rampant anti-Semitism from those campuses and those schools and many more may be involved here. Now it's an official investigation. That means documents, that means subpoenas, that means... It's real. They're, they're in some real trouble. But Inter- interesting. Let me just throw an aside here. If Kevin McCarthy were still Speaker of the House, would this be happening? No. Hmm. I don't think so. I, don't think I really so don't think so. Yeah. Uh, but you, if you want to hurt them and if you want to create some change, what do you do? You take away the money. Well, first of all, Bill Ackman, a billionaire from Harvard who has already taken away his hundreds of millions out of Harvard. Oh. Give the, that's what they, he's a finance, finance guy. Yeah. They came from these schools. They're taking their money back. He's already done that. He also says UPenn President Liz McGill will be asked to step down today. Today. Well, if she falls, then the rest should fall. And speaking of money, this hedge fund titan, Ross Stevens, says he's appalled at what he heard just the other day. He has withdrawn $100 million donation to UPenn after Liz McGill refused to condemn calls for the genocide of Jews. There you go. How about that? Taking away all the money. That's how you make change. Yeah. Yeah. Follow the money. When universities, I mean, the main goal of a university president is to raise money. It should make changes at the university so the university makes more money. And if they're not doing that, bye-bye. There's the bus leaving town. Don't Mm. forget to get on it. It's true. These women are evil, though. 
They couldn't answer that one question. Get them the heck out of Dodge. Come on. Just despicable. Yeah. And this is weird. Oh, okay. The head coach of the Buffalo Bills, Sean McDermott. Yeah, what is up with it? When did he say it? This is apparently recently. So there is a, or was it back in training camp? Oh, that's it's, it's, it's about the, the his nine eleven. Yes, yes. So, it, I guess within the past few months, and then the news is coming out now from this guy named Ty Dunn, who's a Milwaukee journalist, says that Sean McDermott, in an address to the team, was using a very strange analogy to say that they need to come together, but all about communication, communicating, you know, coming together for the common goal. The analogy he used on that was the terrorists who attacked World Trade Center in this country on September 11, 2001. He said they came together for a common goal. So we need to wow. we need to be like them and come together and and you know focus on one goal. Teamwork it makes uh, the dream work. Yeah, what? Wow. Bad, bad analogy. <laughs> what yeah. an idiot. What was he thinking? And everybody thought this was fake. I mean, it was so outlandish and it was so weird. It looks like it would be fake news. Right. And it's but not. It was confirmed, and he actually spoke on it yesterday, and you know was apologizing. He said it obviously didn't come across the way it was intended, and he was trying to say that they need to come together as a team and communicate better. And then he went on, you know, in a tearful apology, saying he lost people, nine eleven, family, friends, and it's like yeah, he said his best friend was killed in nine eleven. Well, why would you bring this up and say we need to come together like, like a yeah. terror eleven? It's very that, strange. Really Sometimes weird. people don't think before they speak. Apparently. Happens did, to me a lot. Did the, how did the reporter get a hold of it? Was there a recording? Was there a... He says that he was he basically was like a source on hand is what he says. He was like there in the room and he said it this. It was one of the players. Yeah, yeah. Must have been. Really strange story. But apparently he did say this. And I mean, it doesn't seem like there's going to be any discipline from the league or from the team. But just something he's got to deal with and people kind of look at him sideways and be like why would you say that how does that come from the team though a player or a staffer wants him out yeah otherwise that doesn't come out no that's they true. want him gone right? i mean look where the bills are right now they're six and six fighting for a playoff spot maybe are they somebody, playing this weekend uh in kansas city oh big game mm. maybe on our picks is, is taylor gonna be there probably okay just ask him. birthday's coming up her <laughs> birthday or his hers Oh, oh, that's right, December 13th. Oh, yes. Okay, that changes everything. Now <laughs> if I know there, if there's I'm a proposal, I don't know. I there's rumors. Oh, oh, come on. <laughs> I'm going to need a mental health break if, if there's a proposal. I've been for I, like four months. I can't listen to that. <laughs> there are rumors it's going to oh, happen, Oh, for God's Bill. sakes. Okay, okay, guys, you know me fairly well. What are two of the things, well, <laughs> get it down, two of the things I hate the most? Me and Bill. Okay, other than that. <laughs> Than you two. Yes. I can't narrow it down to two. Okay, what? why don't I go to the ocean? Heights and sharks. Thank you. There you go. How did you know that? I've been around this you is, long enough, this, I guess. This is a movie that was made with me in mind to push me over the edge and do me in. Oh, no. It's called No Way Up. They should have called it Sharks on a Plane. It's oh. about a plane that crashes in the Pacific Ocean, oh, ends up submerged with one little air pocket, but guess what happens to get on the plane with all these people? Oh, no. Sharks. So they wow. got to fight off sharks while they're trying to save their lives. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's I'm going to buy you a DVD copy of this no. movie. <laughs> no. We're, we're going to show it on a loop on the, in the studio. <laughs> they really should have called it Sharks on a Plane, though, but they're calling yeah. it No Way Up. This but. sounds very stressful to oh watch. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? So it's a date movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> When's that coming out? I, I don't know. Care? I don't know. I, don't, I didn't, I didn't want to watch the end. I started watching. I said, okay, I'm done because the trailer's out on it. <laughs>
That sounds intense. No, not me. <laughs> not not a Gen movie. Yeah, I don't know how many people get eaten either. Well, rock fans got a little Christmas or a gift early yesterday. Def Leppard and Journey. Now, it's a big tour. There were rumors about this. Def Leppard for sure was going to do a stadium tour. We didn't know with who. It's with Journey, with Heart, Cheap Trick, and the Steve Miller Band. So does this qualify as like a festival? Yeah. I, this is kind of, you know, like the one you saw. Was it last year? Two years, two summers ago. It was what, Motley Crew? Yeah, and the Def Leppard thing. Okay, so. The tour. The tour. So now they picked Journey to go along with them. There's no, the only Florida date so far is in July. It's Camping World Stadium in Orlando. Uh, it's going to kick off in St. Louis. It's going to wrap up at Coors Field, the baseball park in, in uh, Denver. Who, did, who opens up for him here? Who did we find out? Cheap what Trick. Is? Cheap Trick. But then they're playing in Boston. They're going to play Fenway. In August, and I think it's Hart opens up. That's one of the, Hart's, Hart's only opening up like three or four shows, and that's one of the shows. So well, if you really like Hart and you want to go see all three of them, you'd have to go to Boston. It's going to be huge. It is. Oh, I think yeah. Tickets go on sale like next week. If, if you're a city card holder, you get to get early you know, ticket prices. I think these rock acts realize, though, unless you're the Stones, you have to have almost several bands on the ticket on the bill, though, if you want to sell tickets. It or has if, to be a festival to sell right. out a stadium these days. Or if you're like you two and you're in a special venue. Yeah. Right. You know? Or who's going there next? Was it Fish? Fish. Right? Really? That's, yeah. Weird. The, the amount of concerts going on next year and tours going on next year are just unbelievable. Oh, yeah. It's, and a lot of them coming down here. So, well, you guys mentioned Boston. Yes, I'll finish off this real quick. Is um, I, I watch College Game Day every Saturday. It's like appointment watching for me. I love it. It's like part of my college football, college, you know, football season tradition is watch College Game Day every Saturday morning. I cannot wait to see this tomorrow morning. Why? What's happening? Bill Belichick. The Bill Belichick Come is on. going to be the guest picker. So they have, if you're not familiar with the show, they have a guest picker every Saturday who comes on and picks up you know, the slate of games with the guys on the show. He it is shows going you to like be a on. former player, yeah, uh, right. a celebrity. Celebrity, uh, singer, comedian. Right. But it's Bill, Bill Belichick. Belichick. And the reason being is because they're at the Army-Navy game, which just happens to be for the first time ever... In Foxborough tomorrow. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me it's because he's trying to save his job and he's trying to gain popularity. Oh, no. That may be part of it. I'm just saying, because things aren't good for Bill. No. We're going to see a different side of Bill Belichick that the public is not used to seeing. Yeah, no, but you'll, okay. you'll see a side like this. What is that on? Is that on your face or whatever? <laughs> your face. <laughs> Social media maven. I cannot wait for this tomorrow. Plus, he's also, he's a big, big Navy guy. Yeah. So he loves this game. So, I don't know. Kirk, so Kirk Herbstreet also works with Alan Michaels for the Thursday night game I was watching last night. He's on college game, but he goes, I cannot tell you how excited I am about this. <laughs> this it's is going to be great. Is really Belichick going to really speak, though? Because yeah. usually he just gives little sound bites. <laughs> like no, that. he will. He'll be, but, but he loves talking about college stuff. He loves his ultimate dream, by the way. When all of this is done, which may be the end of the year, who the heck knows? He's coaching Navy. Do That's they, what he really wants really? to do. Yeah. Do they ask? Do they ask him about his relationship with Nick Saban? Because they're like best friends, right? Oh, I'm sure. They oh, will. I'm sure. And yeah, he's I'm probably sure going to say, "Is is Alabama going to win the whole thing again?" Maybe. Oh, he'll. Uh, he, he's going to surprise you too because he'll be more verbose than you expect. Yeah, talking about college, I really can't wait to watch it. I'm the, s- it it's, it's a fit. The only time he's really short and rude with people is to the the insipid. Boston media right. and these press conferences because he doesn't want to give them anything. Yeah, all so the players he's, say he's funny as hell. Yeah, so I've I've always heard that. I think he's I think it's gonna be great. It's gonna I'm be with really you. good. So we'll watch that tomorrow. About 11:40 is when they do that segment toward the end of the show. Okay, I'll check it out. ESPN. It's the only time I'd watch ESPN. <laughs> wow.
Speaking of ESPN, did you see their new movie that's coming out? What? Oh, jeez. I don't even want to talk about it. It's because it's Disney. They're in Brittany Griner are getting together. Oh, jeez. What watch? is that company thinking? I don't know. I, Still. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It, it. it includes everybody from ABC. They got Robin Williams involved, Robert Roberts involved in this. It's like, come on. Stop. They're going to do the Brittany Griner story on Disney. And Whoa. that's ESPN. So. Good luck to them. Wow. Wow. ESPN uh, Films can't wait. Yeah. Uh, just real quick, let's wrap it up with this. A uh, little quick up, uh, uh, lottery update. Did we get any rollovers last night again? Yes, no one won. So you have to go out and buy a ticket because on tonight is, what's tonight's Friday night is Mega Millions. It's 385. Okay. And I think tomorrow night's Powerball. I don't have the numbers in front of me because my mouse just got stuck. I think it's 468. <laughs> Christmas billion dollar jackpot. I'm it's a lot you, of money. It's coming. <laughs> it's a lot right. of money. All right, we've got uh, a couple of more headlines coming up next. We'll also talk about critters in your Christmas tree because apparently it's a trend. No! Happened again. Yeah, that but this more one's scary. Up, that more coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Thank you for being here as always. Welcome to Friday, the South Florida Morning Show. Uh, in the quick little minute and a half we have left because rapid fire went a little long. We'll just give you the biggest news story of the day. is President Biden's son, Hunter, federal tax charges now. The serious ones, Jen. Yeah, he's looking at uh, three felonies. The misdemeanor charges, you could probably work your way around that with the IRS and make a payment and pay back the back taxes. Uh, felonies, hard to get over. They're saying 17 years if he's convicted on no. those three charges alone. They're coming after him now. I mean, this is the real deal. No doubt about that. And probably more. It could be added to this thing, too. So Could very well be. And we've got a trend. Once, eh, interesting, twice, hmm. Three, when you've got animals and Christmas trees. Seems to be the trend for the Christmas season 2023. Now, we've got it going on in Texas. This is great. So you live alone. You're a woman. you got a fake Christmas tree. And as you walk by, you hear something sneeze. <laughs> And she says, wait a, minute, wait a minute, I don't have a pet and I live alone. That's not good. It's not good at all. Uh, her name is Brett Ingram. And of course it goes on video. That's how we're able to find it. Now we've had stories already of a uh, raccoon in a tree. We had the owl in the tree. Right. That was the one from yesterday. And now this. A possum. <gasps> Artificial Christmas tree too. Happened last week. She was able to capture it and release it though. That's the good news. I'm literally freaking out right now. I have no idea how this possum got in my house and up into my tree. And I'm trying to get him out, but it will not let me. And I just don't know what to do. But she did it. I, you know, give, give the girl credit because I don't know many <laughs> girls her age who have pried this thing off the branch. Because, I mean, they're, they got sharp teeth. They're mean looking. You know, you know what it was? The thing started to threaten her. Glass ornaments. She's oh. like, oh no. <laughs> Get Don't out of you my dare. Tree. So she dragged it out of the tree. It clung on to her and then she put it outside. Yeah, good for her. Went on its merry way. Uh, big, big trouble. More trouble for these university presidents. And there's probably going to be more. Now there's a, an official house investigation good. on anti Semitism on campus. This is the real deal. With that coming up. And, well, nothing quite says the holidays like getting married in a car wash in Florida. Why? <laughs> don't understand this. Don't you feel for him? I don't. don't All right, we got that more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. It should not be hard to condemn genocide. Genocide against Jews, genocide against anyone else. Well, he's chiming in now, Pennsylvania Governor uh, Josh Shapiro. Now, speaking out against these, that could not have gone worse, but it exposed all of this 
hypocrisy, all of the anti-Semitism, and worse, from these university presidents. And now, not only that, now there's an official House of Representatives investigation on them. And what did uh, that multimillionaire say? Well, I forget, Ackman, where he said that who's going to be ousted today? He says the University of Penn president will be asked to resign today. Let her on her desk as soon as she gets there. Was she the first one to testify out of the three? It was MIT, Harvard, and UPenn. Right. And she it, might have been the worst one, though. She, well, she refused to say yes to any of the questions that she was asked. Yeah, but and, none of them did. And, but that's what I'm saying. It, was she the first one? Was she the, the beginning? So they all assume everybody else just followed her lead. Here's a little uh, flashback to two days ago. If it is directed and severe or pervasive, it is harassment. If the speech becomes conduct... It can be harassment, yes. Conduct meaning committing the act of genocide? That was Elise Stefanik <laughs> who got most of the attention for this. There were other uh, congressional representatives who were asking these questions. She just did the best job at it. Uh, it was it was pretty appalling, I think, is probably the best word, to see these women. Because they're all the all these presidential all these presidential people are women. There wasn't one guy there. They all said the same True. thing. It was in the context of things. I'm like, what context? Should be the easiest question to answer in the world i don't get of it. of course it's wrong it's, call it out and they don't and what doesn't what amazes me is put any other group in there if, if it's not the jewish kids is it the african-american kids is it the asian kids is it the you know i i don't know is it the white kids pick somebody yeah. either way regardless of what nationality what religion there should never be any hate speech against anybody right. accepted on a campus so now, because of this official House investigation, that was just like a, that was an invitation to explain yourselves the other day. And now they, it's an official investigation. They mean subpoenas, they want records, they want phone records, they want, you know, something done about it. Under the guise of, they, you got to come up with a reason, you have to write it down. Why are you calling for this House investigation? It's plain and simple. It says rampant anti-Semitism on these campuses. And they may add more than just the three we talked about. Well, I think they should add Columbia is going to be added. I think Stanford's going to be added. They said, I want to say they did a survey of where the worst anti-Semitic behavior has been reported across this nation. And it was, I want to say, like San Francisco State University. It was some university in, in Northern California. And it was far worse than any other college campus in the country. And they allow this behavior to happen. You should never, regardless of what nationality or religion you are, you should never feel unsafe as a student on a campus or as a professor on a campus. I think they're more afraid of the money drying up than they are of facing uh, representatives, U.S. representatives. This titan of uh, the hedge fund community, Ross Stevens, Mm -hmm. He's apparently a graduate of UPenn. He says he's appalled at what he saw and what he heard the other day. So he's pulling a hundred million dollar donation to Ouch. UPenn. Ooh. Cancel the check. Ouch! <laughs> wow. Jeez, that hurts. And as we know, the guy you talked about, Bill Ackman, who has pulled all his money from Harvard. You can't. You know, he's done. They can't be the only ones either. Yeah. Billionaires hang out with billionaires. We right. have we have seen this many times in the past. So I'm sure they're calling up all their friends, saying, "Listen." You know what? Did you hear what that chick said from Harvard the other day? Are you kidding me? This is a university that we were thrilled to be a part of, that we you know, went on our, our white horses screaming and yelling, it's the greatest university in the world. We give them all this money, and this is what's going on? I Pull your money today, buddy. And I'm sure, and that's what's going to happen. I think that chick from, and I don't mean to be disrespectful, but that chick from Harvard, 
She, I think she's worse than UPenn. Yeah, she might be. She was the one who allowed yeah. all those groups to write that anti-Semitic letter oh, yeah. that they were pro-Hamas. It was, well, was what, 26 different college campus yeah, student organizations. Yeah. That was totally fine. Yeah, you know, you're good. not allowed to question why that would allow. And, and right then should have been her downfall. Yeah. So we shall see what happens. I'm just saying. I don't think they're going to be around long, Bill. It's about darn time. Yeah, but then what are they going to do? Just replace them with people that lie better? No, I think that's what's going to happen. You're going to have to revamp the entire hierarchy, which is what throws all these these schools into chaos. But I, you can't tell me Harvard or UPenn or MIT just took a hit. I wouldn't want my kid to go to school there. I know. The brand took you a know? hit, that's for sure. Does Rensselaer Polytech look a lot better than MIT today? Mm. I, absolutely. If it were my kid, sure. Yeah, I don't want you going there. Uh, in the meantime, over $800 million now up for grabs. That'd be a nice stocking stuffer, huh? Two huge U.S. lotteries. This it was is quiet nice. for the longest time, and now all of a sudden they're both huge. Another rollover last night. Yeah, tonight's Mega Millions, 395, and then tomorrow night's Powerball, 468. And that, well, that one could feasibly be half a billion by tomorrow night. You're going to buy tickets for us? Sure. Thank you. And then Jen wanted to make these people floor dope, Steiner. I didn't think that was too nice. It's, Why? It's love. <laughs> it's not love. <laughs> I just I didn't understand the car wash connection, and that I had to look for it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you got to look. You had to look hard too, and Bru- it really was like a stupid connection. Can't you feel good for these two crazy kids from Jacksonville? Okay, whatever. They're not kids; they're adults. <laughs> Bruce Melvin and his girlfriend of five years, Ingrid Holmes. Yeah, they've got some su- sudden celebrity in Jacksonville. Yeah, a charming video of their. December 3rd wedding held inside a car wash. See, now when I heard that, I thought they did it like in a, in a convertible well, and they went through the car wash. They did go through the car wash. Yeah, it but wasn't in a convertible. Yeah. No. Jen wanted the windows down. And- <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Make it some fun. But I was trying to figure out why do you want to get married in a car wash? And and I think their their, their comment was because he believes like he's a member of the car wash of the month club there or something. Well, it, Is that what it was? She goes there almost every day. Oh, okay. So because you go to the car wash every day, you know, I go to 7-Eleven almost every day. <laughs> I don't want to get married in the snack food aisle. I'm just saying. Uh, they met at a some sort of a, a racing event, too. I don't know. But do you want to hear how the magic went down? Oh, please, share. Oh, come on. We are gathered here today to join this man and this woman in holy matrimony. Yeah. I give you this ring as a token and pledge. As a token and pledge. Of constant faith in abiding love. Constant faith in abiding love. Now, this is my favorite part. So the camera is on the dashboard looking back. They're in the driver's seat and the front seat, but the, the justice of the peace, whoever that is, is in the back seat doing the, the <laughs> Reading off her phone, by the way. I was like, this is so romantic. This is always what I wanted to do. I think it's great. Get married. Oh, you do not. Come on. <laughs> How now, romantic. If they were younger, I, I would say they did it purely for the clicks. But I, I, I think their main goal, and which is what I am for, was to save money. They it, said, you know, we could spend like you know fifty grand on a, and a big huge wedding, but why bother? That's exactly what they said. You know, so I, I give them kudos for that. But a car wash, eh, I guess. She said, why, why spend all that money? I have unlimited car wash, and I wash my car every day. Why not go there? <laughs> there you go. See? I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, big trouble for Hunter Biden, even more than before. Everybody's piling on now. Oh, really? And by the way, we have to take a road trip. A roadie? We're going to Gatorland. All right. Did you see what just arrived? I've always needed an excuse to go there. I drive by it all the time, uh, and I want to go. It's fabulous. All right, we got that and more. It's coming up next, the South Little Morning Show. Keep it here. You got whistleblowers pointing out that you're not doing the work. 
and you are hiding behind the skirts of the Attorney General. You're simply sitting blithely by while career partisans in your agency allow it to be weaponized. I think you're right. I think Ted Cruz knew that these federal tax charges were coming against Hunter Biden. So while he was talking to Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI, about the Biden cover-up, allegedly, Mm -hmm. I think he put some extra sauce on his line of questioning there because he knew what was coming down the pike. I'm sure Christopher Wray knew what was coming down the pike as well. So now he's he's on the hot seat and they got to understand what's going on. But here's here's what I think is going to happen because the IRS takes joy in being the bad guy. They like to say we took down X because of tax evasion. You couldn't get him on criminal charges, but guess what? We caught him. He's a bad guy. We took him down. Al Capone being a, probably the best example. They got Hunter Biden, you know, right from center here. I don't know how he's going to get off on the three felony charges of, mm. you know, tax evasion. They got him not paying taxes for four years in a row. Uh, that in itself usually ends you up in federal prison. So they got three felonies against him. Those three felonies alone, take the misdemeanor charges away because you can buy your way out of those. You can pay back the back taxes. You can pay the penalties. You can pay a fine. The felonies, they usually don't let those go. 17 years in prison. So what I think is going to happen is all these other agencies are going to start feeding the IRS all this information. Oh, yeah. And that'll co- And who runs the other agencies? The Democrats do. This is how they're taking down the Bidens. There you go. And It'll when- come from the he, – he's not going to resign. Because he's going to try to keep Hunter and himself, maybe, and his brother out of jail. The the Democrats don't want him running because they know he can't win. Look at the polls. But they can take him down this way. And when do they do it? I don't know. Do you think Gavin Well, this Newsom- might have been the start of it. It may be <laughs> convenient that it happened in California. Oh, I know. Isn't that convenient, huh? You think Gavin Newsom had anything to do with it? Gavin's sitting back going, saying. well, talking to his wife. When we move to D.C. Yeah. It'll be a downgrade. It'll be like the Trumps. Remember when Trump said he went to the White House? It was a dump. What a dump. <laughs> this he, place. Spent, he spent all that money fixing things up. It's a dump. <laughs> it's like Gavin Newsom's wife's going to say the same thing. We're to step down to the White House. Speaking of the Trumps, do you hear this one? This revolves First Lady Melania Trump Uh-oh. and Tucker Carlson. And we have a big Tucker interview we're talking about here in a minute. But First Lady Melania Trump reportedly wants... Tucker Carlson to be your husband's VP. Really? Uh, reportedly. We'll see. Axios says the story. Reporting mm. the former first lady believes Carlson would be a powerful onstage extension of her husband. It would be amazing. Yeah, the two I don't think it's going to happen, but yeah. I think it would be amazing. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think Tucker would do that. I'm just saying. No. He, he's, I think he likes where he is now. Look, he's got the best of all worlds. He does his show from his home. He's got millions of people subscribing to it. He's making a ton of money. He's with his kids and his wife. Why would you give that up? Gets to hide out in Maine. Yeah, and then Florida when he's down here. Why is he in Maine now, though? He's kind of screwy. He's supposed to be down here now, not Maine. I don't know, but I think that's where this one was filmed. Last night, what do you call it? Tucker on Thursdays on yeah, X? Yeah, used Tuesday, to be Twitter. Yeah, Tucker on Tuesdays and Thursdays on X. Yeah. Released a big... Big interview. I think it's going to be his biggest of all time, just considering who we're talking about here. Dropped a little promo, and then he dropped the interview. We're here with the world's most dangerous man, the most censored man in the English language. But honestly, when you get him in front of an outhouse in the woods, he doesn't seem so dangerous. So fancy outhouse. (laughs) (laughs) I love Tucker's laugh. (laughs) Alex Jones. Oh, my God. So what, what little nuggets did he drop that, you know, everyone thinks are these? Because he, well, ca- so he comes out with these crazy, you know, accusations. It's long. It's like an hour and a half, maybe closer to two hours. You know, he's, he's got a bunch of gloom and doom. But Alex Jones is famous for saying, I told you so. 
told you it was going to happen. Uh, it, it's not very hopeful stuff about Trump and how they're going to try to take him out. Well, we can tell you that much. Really? Yeah. That's not and, good. And what the World Economic Forum is is trying to pull off. But this has led to, right or not, this has led to Elon Musk facing questions and getting a lot of pressure now to let Alex Jones back on the X platform. Aha. Like, so, like reinstate his account. So did Elon, you said he posted something? Elon posted something well, yeah, about it? He, he said, he goes, well, apparently a lot of you definitely want him back on. So he does that, and how many millions of people chime in and say, yes, you should give Alex Jones' his account back? He does. Alex Jones steps out of line. Elon comes in as the hero and, and pops him off again. But bad timing after all the heat that Elon's been taking and losing advertisers and all this stuff. And, you, know, let's know, you know, Alex Jones has been – that whole thing about Sandy Hook, that yeah. was horrific. Was he was stupid. completely wrong about that. Yeah. And, he, and I don't know. I don't know. I just know this interview is going to be massive. It probably already is. Yeah, it is actually. He's, uh, I think up to like eight million impressions now. Really? Like one hundred and fifty thousand likes on Twitter just from last night. How, okay, yeah, right. In, that's right. In, in retrospect, do you remember what the Trump one did, got? Oh, that was different level. I mean, that was like insane. That was the biggest of all time. Yeah, okay. Wasn't it? it was like twenty five million impressions in like six hours. It was it was ridiculous. But one thing that he said here, guys, I forgot to mention this to you. He said, "This is Alex Jones." Now, listen to this part. Then listen to what Tucker says, too. Alex Jones says he has government sources that confirm <laughs> that Biden wanders around the White House naked at night. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> and doesn't know who he is. Oh, my God. And Tucker piled on top and says, well, I know a makeup artist who told me to my face that he is pumped full of amphetamines. And she was there. Oh, th- that we knew. That when he was basically getting his oh, amphetamines. that's... That's a fact. Yes. You know when we say... The go-go juice? Yeah. Yes. You know when we say uh, he's got an event coming up and they're going to pump Joe full of the go-go juice? That's, that's exactly what it is. There's no yeah. other way that they get him going. There's no, it's, it would be impossible to put him on the road. Yeah. I mean, that's a fact. That's pathetic is what that is. That's what it sad, is. sad, unfortunately. You think he really wanders around the White House naked? I, I'm going <laughs> to... please, no. I, I really wish you didn't say that. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a visual I can't get out of my head. Alex now. Jones said it, not me. <laughs> yeah, but you related to, that just ripped the Christmas spirit right out of me. There's no one seeing that either. No. Thanks so very Sorry. much there, Diener. All right. Sorry. All right. Quickly, Why are guys, we going to Gator World? We're going to Gatorland because they just had a baby leucistic white alligator born. Yeah, that's not enough to get me to go. There's only eight of them. In, <laughs> there's only eight of them in the world. The albino in alligators. The world. It's albino with patches of a real. So it looks like a spotted alligator. Oh wow! Because it's white mm. with the spots of a regular alligator. So it's like normal. It's gonna got blue eyes. You can't tell me you don't want to go see this alligator. Mm, good eating. No, you oh, don't eat them. Why not? Stop it. Anyway, <laughs> you know, I never understood that. It's like when we the rare blue lobster they'll find once in a blue moon. Yes. Uh, why does that one get saved? Put that right in the pot. <laughs> what? Well, how come it? Well, come because it has some. You? You know, these animals have a genetic defect. All of a sudden, they're safe from being, you know. Yeah. Well, okay. Skinned. We all have <laughs> genetic defects, and we're still here. So shush. <laughs> I don't get it. We're going to get. I'm going to go to Gatorland then to see this. I actually alligator. always have wanted to stop by and go in that place. My this is my granddaughter's favorite park. Out of all the parks, this is her favorite. Yeah, I believe it. She loves the alligators. Yeah? She'll probably bring home one home as a pet someday. Tell her, oh, great. Next <laughs> next hurricane season, what are we going to do with the gators? <laughs> anyway, hey, guess what's coming up next? Friday football picks. Oh, Taking God. the place of rapid fire. Can't wait. 
Well, mate, you're a little bit different this time too. We got some, uh, we got some different things in here because college football is done for a little while. That and more next, the South Florida Morning Show. We only have a few more weeks left in football season. You realize this, right? It's actually it's enough enough for me to lose because <laughs> I haven't been doing so great lately. No, you're so far ahead, we can't even stop you. It's a it's a battle for irrelevance between me and Diener. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> but it's the Friday football picks. You ready? Let's uh, do it. Hit it. 180! It's our Friday football picks on the South Florida Morning Show. Your results will definitely vary. (laughs) That's how that's gone this year. Into week 15 we go, guys. College football playoffs are set. We got one game on Saturday, and that's Army-Navy, and then the bowl games start coming in. So we don't really have a lot of college football to talk about. That's why we're doing NFL a little different here on the sheet today, so follow along, okay? Yes, dear. A little in a, different. In a couple of weeks, we're doing hockey. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> college field hockey. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Watch out for Maine against Boston College. <laughs> <laughs> so, to start it off, we have the Jaguars and the Browns, which it's a massive matchup, actually, in the AFC this Saturday. The Jaguars are 8-4 right there with the Chiefs who are 8-4. It's so weird to have them good. They Usually are. Usually, yeah, I'm still triggered to look at these two teams and go, ugh. I know. But they're, they're both fighting for playoff spots. Jaguars are fighting for number one seed. The Dolphins and the Ravens are both 9-3, and three, so they're right there. But, as you may remember, Trevor Lawrence got that high ankle sprain. Mm. Most likely not going to play in this game, and they're in Cleveland. So, Jen, do the Browns stay alive for a wild card, or maybe even stay alive in the NFC North. What do you think? Who wins? Going to the doghouse. I think uh, I'm just going with the Browns just because they don't have, uh, you know, Goldilocks playing for the Jaguars. That's tough, man. I mean, the, the backups played well. Like the whole team. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just went with the Browns because of that. Uh, backup whose name I can't remember. I watched that game. Did pretty well in a loss. Something Bethard, right? Is it C.J. Bethard? C.J. Bethard? Bethard? Yes. Him. Him. Yeah, that kid. Boy, he's, he made an impression. Yeah. <laughs> he did play well, though. I still, go with, the, I still go with the Jaguars. Oh, look at that. I'm still going with Duval. Nice. <laughs> All right. I've, I've, you do have the separator there now. And with me as well, Bill. I'm going with the Browns. Huh. Are you really? Yes. You're all shot down. Honestly, I got <laughs> Well, you hope, so you can at least try to catch up. Duval and me are doing it, That's baby. right. This is big. Honestly, I think I would have gone with the Browns anyway, even if Trevor Lawrence was playing. That's not a knock on him. It's just the Browns are tough at home. They have a really good defense. Mm-hmm. But they have their, their backup quarterback in there, too. So Oh, that's right. Going to be interesting. Let's see. Another big one. I mentioned the Chiefs at 8-4 fighting for that number one seed. They're at home against the Bills, who are fighting to make the playoffs. Bills are 6-6. What do you think, Jen? Do do the Bills get a much-needed win, or do the Chiefs keep pace there in the AFC uh, number one race? A number of reasons. Taylor Swift will be in attendance. Rumor has it she will be proposed to. And the Chiefs are not not going to lose two in a row. I go with Kansas City. Look at that. Look at that analysis. Especially at home. It's yeah. just not going to happen. And the Bills are a mess. You know, people always say this whole thing with Coach McDermott there, and they always try to say, well, it's a distraction. It does matter. It does. Those things do become distractions to teams. Mm-hmm. And it's just something about the Bills this year. They're, they're just, ugh. You and I said that at the start of the year. <laughs> I, we, I, we both said that. We called it that the Bills were not going to be the same. Or not. I mean, they're still a good team. They're they still are. strong. But people were saying that. I mean, that was a lot of people's Super Bowl pick. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, Chiefs. It's uh, kind of a running running the board here with the Chiefs. I'm with you guys. But I will say this. 
I am in the interest of Dolphin fandom, and there's been a big fight this week in Dolphins fandom. Some t- fans what is this, want two guys behind a trailer park. They- Stop. <laughs> They're already sizing Dolphins up the damn fandom. Super Bowl There are race. more than two, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> There's some fans want the Bills to win. Some fans want the Chiefs to win. I actually do want the Bills to win this game for the number one seed fight. Of course fight. you do. You should be rooting for them. You would think so. Of course, yeah. But I do think the Chiefs are going to win. So we'll leave it at that. Two Dolphins fans by the trailer park. <laughs> the Eagles and the Cowboys Sunday night. Another giant oh one. God. This one, the NFC. Dak Prescott being mentioned as a true MVP candidate. The Cowboys are 9-3. And a Colo guard endorser. That's right. We found that out this morning. Yes, we did. We <laughs> saw him on the Today Show. So can the Cowboys take over the NFC East, Jen, or will the Eagles avoid losing two straight? Well, last time I picked the Eagles because of my girlfriend. Yes. And it didn't do me very good. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys in honor of the, uh-huh. the ghost of Tom Landry. Oh, okay. The hat and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Eagles lost last week. I don't see them losing two in a row. Uh, Eagles over the Cowboys, and I think it's going to be not even close. Even though it's in Dallas. It is a Sunday night game in Dallas. It's in Jerry World. Yeah. No, I, I, I think the Eagles are way too strong. Way too strong for them. Here's what happened. I had originally circled the Cowboys, and about a few minutes later, this was before we I started the lose. picks. I <laughs> yeah. changed it to the Eagles, and you're probably right, Jen, but I changed it to the Eagles because it just, the Cowboys have those moments where you think they're about to break through. I know. They're and not then there they yet. fall down. And I just, they have a really good team. Dak has been playing well, to his credit. I just think, I, I'm with you though, Bill. I think the Eagles, I don't see them losing too straight. And no, I think they're too good. Dallas is just them in big moments for some reason. They end up falling down. Maybe we're wrong. We'll see. Even on primetime, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. So, uh, another separated game with Jen. This is interesting. two. And then game number four, the only college game on the board here. We mentioned it earlier. Army versus Navy. Can't wait for this. This is going to be great. The first time in the 124-year history of Army versus Navy that it's being played in Foxborough. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a big deal. Bill Belichick is going to be there. He's going to be the guest picker on college game day doing this game. Oh, he's, oh my God. I can't wait to watch that. It's going to be so good. I had to do a double take when I saw that. I thought it was fake. No, no, he's I, in. I can't wait to watch it. He's going to come out in the hoodie. Oh, yes. No, he'll dress up to. in the suit. He'll be in the suit. The question is, who is who is Belichick picking? But who are you going to pick, Jen? Remember, the winner becomes bowl eligible. Really? Both teams are five and six. In honor of my father being a member of the Army Air Corps. I will go with Army. There you go. Good. There is no way on earth Bill Belichick is going to pick against his beloved Navy midshipman. He can't do it. And I'm on Team Belichick. Stats are for losers. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we got all kinds of separators That's here That's right, we do. Three out of four. Wow. I'm going with Navy. Ooh. In front of the lighthouse, the foghorn. Yeah. <laughs> and fr- even Bob Kraft will be there. That's right. Right there in Gillette, a two-point underdog, by the way, Navy. So they're they're pretty close. They both had similar seasons. It's so funny. We know nothing about these teams. It's no. almost like throw the records out. It's just about the tradition of this game. That's what it's about. That's what it is. Yeah. And they always play their hearts out in this they game. They do. It's great to watch. And I'm Doesn't glad the they, president usually go to this game? Usually. We'll see if uh, no mind there goes. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm glad that they put this on its own stage now, where it's like there's no other games. It's on that, you know, second Saturday in December. That's right. Three o'clock. I'm with you, Jen. I'm going Army. Really? So separated between Bill and I there. That's two more for you. 
I've actually watched a lot of Army football this year. How? I don't know. Where do you even see it? That's, I, I, ask why. I wouldn't even know it if I saw it. But I did, and I think uh, I think they're ready for this one. By the way, okay. the, the demand for this game has been insane. Oh, to have it there? It's like on uh, honest to God, it's like on it's like on Taylor Swift stadium tour level demand for this. Really? Because when they announced it last year, there are hotels sold out of this thing throughout all of Southern Massachusetts. That's awesome. I, That's this is one cool. of my bucket list things is to go to this game one oh, year. Yeah. I gotta see it. Now in the wild card, now normally we have four things to choose from, but again, we had this a little different this weekend. Here's how it's working. You can choose between the over-under of 34 total points in the Texans and Jets game, which, by the way, Zach Wilson <laughs> is starting that game. They brought him back! They Who's brought he? back Zach Wilson. He was the starter. He didn't even want to play. No. <laughs> and then God. they benched him to the third string. And then they, then they cut the guy that they started over him, and now he's the starter again. Hey, what Zach, there's opportunity for you, and he's like, whoa, hold on a minute now. I already <laughs> made golf plans. That's right. So you can, <laughs> you can choose the over-under of 34 total points between uh, Jets or Texans, or you can pick the Heisman Trophy winner, which is also tomorrow night. Jaden Daniels, the favorite LSU quarterback, Michael Penix Jr., quarterback from Washington, Bo Nix, quarterback from Oregon, Old guy. or your friend there, personal friend and confidant, Marvin Harrison Jr., Jen from Ohio State. Yeah, he's got another year. Who That'll might come back for his senior year, by the way. Yeah. He's saying he's not that decided. That means he doesn't like these teams at the top. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, Jen? Do you, I, what do you, I know you nothing about any of these quarterbacks. I just picked, just because I don't know, under in the over-under. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. So, you, went, no so you, went, uh, you ignored the Heisman Trophy. You just took under in the Jets Yeah, game. and I don't even know what that means. So. It's a pretty Here. safe bet. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good bet. Oh, is it? Okay, thank you. Uh, I don't know what that means. I went to the Heisman <laughs> category. Future Patriot Jaden Daniels from LSU will oh, win the Heisman tomorrow whoa. night. That's right. Bo like Nix, the old man, isn't going to boot him out? Nah. I don't think so. Is he the favorite? That, was he at the top of the list? Jaden Daniels is the yeah. favorite, yeah. Yeah, I think he is. That kid's magic. 50 touchdowns on the season. Oh, he's ridiculous. Really? Oh, my gosh. Love that kid. I think you might win that one, Bill. And for the first time, this is very rare. We have three different picks in the wild card. Really? I am going with the over. Ah. Don't ask me why. <laughs> it's like me. I'm going with the over. <laughs> 34 total points, Jets, Texans. It's just something tells me like Zach Wilson is going to go out and play like gangbusters. I don't know. And C.J. Stroud on the other side. C.J. Stroud is huh. a great quarterback in, in Houston. But, uh, you know what? I don't know what the hell they did to him after Ohio State, but because he, he wasn't that great at Ohio State. He was okay. He was you didn't great. like him. Yeah, I always liked him, but still. He's huh. a, a shoo-in for Rookie of the Year. He's been incredible. All right. So there you go. The picks are in. We're getting close to the end. A lot of separators. Things Woo! might be very different on Monday. We'll yeah, see. Okay. No, not that different. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I put it this way. It'll be so bad, Bill won't be here. Well, you're... Uh, <laughs> you're seven, well done. You're seven games ahead of Bill, Jenny. You're five games ahead of me. So we'll see how much it changes. All right. We got uh, a couple of headlines. We're done, right? This no, last two week. weeks. Two oh, weeks. Oh, God. End this, would you? A couple of headlines coming up next. We also have the, uh, the biggest tour so far of the summer. It was announced yesterday. Yes. Rock and Roll Stadium Tour coming up next. The East Self Little Morning Show. Keep it here. There's a couple of headlines to watch that are popping up today, but I'm going to go through the weekend, obviously, and then into next week. First of all, these university presidents, there are you, you thought they were under some heat after being questioned <laughs> by Congress before. Now there's an official congressional inquiry. Good. I hope they all get fired. Oh. And, and, and starting with those three, UPenn, Harvard, and MIT, and then uh, I think it should expand. Uh, they should look at every college professor, every college president in this nation. They may. And then uh, Hunter Biden, federal tax charges. 
Yeah, it should be interesting to see how they spin this, huh? And do they add to them? Yeah, I don't know. It's just what they could find so far. Well, and this is, remember, it's California. I think Gavin Newsom had everything in the world to do with this. He could. And, and this is how he gets his way into the White House quicker. But uh, don't forget about the gun charges in Delaware. Right. So Those this is like, these are other felony charges. So Hunter Biden's future does not look very good, unfortunately, for that man. He could be going to prison. But in good news, we've got a little early Christmas gift. There was rumors for a long time, like months, that... Uh, Def Leppard was going to plan some kind of a tour. There's an album coming out, all this good stuff. Yesterday, we find out about a, st- a stadium tour with these guys. What can this do? Are you ready? Here, we do like our Go old ahead. Ready? 1980s cellar door concert in a <laughs> low-dose show. Not really, though. <laughs> Def Leppard and Journey. Together on a stage, coming to your hometown. But they're bringing well, some friends, close. though. Yeah, and they're gonna they ha- they get supported by three different groups, and it just depends on what concert you go to. It's either Heart, Cheap Trick, or the Steve Miller Band will open up for the two of them. Uh, here, the closest they're going to be is July 10th. They're going to Orlando Camping World, uh, and Cheap Trick will open up for them there. It's 23 dates. Kicks off at Bush Stadium in St. Louis on July 6th. The end of it is September 8th at Coors. So far. I don't know if there's going to be anything bigger, but it's a big deal. It's a big deal. By the way, if you have like Citibank or something, you can buy tickets early next week. And go. then uh, everybody else has to wait a couple of days. Nice. Uh, in the meantime, have a great weekend. Enjoy. Go shopping. Enjoy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah, by the way. Uh, we'll be back uh, Monday morning at 6 o'clock. We'd love to see you then. Thanks for listening. Take care.